You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm your host, Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. A few minutes of your time just might change your mind. We're keeping it all the way short. A holy city? So, I'm currently living in a place dubbed the holy city. I don't know where you are, where you're from, or if you live in a place that's called something similar to that. But if you're acquainted with me at all, you know where I am, where I live. But the last time I heard that term was on the installment of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Or some kind of movie where the explorers were searching for gold and they were told it was hidden somewhere in the holy city. I mean, it sounds fanciful and and all that. Sounds like a place you want to be at, right? I mean, why not? It's holy. But when you hear holy city, whether you live here or a place like this or not, what do you think of? When you hear Holy City, what immediately comes to mind for you? I'm just curious. I talked about it in a few previous episodes in our first couple of seasons, but do you remember the old movies about mobsters and gangsters? Well, what they would do is when they would go on killing sprees as revenge for some kind of violation against a family or they were about to take revenge on somebody for some kind of offense against a family, they would go to the church for confession. The murderer or soon-to-be murderer would seek absolution from the priests in the church because of what they were doing or getting ready to do or what they've already done. Maybe they were trying to buy time or curry favor with God, but they would enter to the confessional and say sorry for what they did or sorry for what they were about to do. And the priest couldn't talk them out of it. It was going to happen. Kind of like when people show up to church on Easter and Christmas now, right? Kind of the same thing. They come to buy time sometimes or curry favor with God. You won't see them any other time, but on Easter and Christmas, they'll be there with big hats and everything and bright suits. Kind of like that. But the members of these crime families were under a false belief that a few Hail Marys would be adequate penance for the lives that they took. They were taught this somewhere, directly or indirectly, that the priest would cover them for their behaviors and remove any responsibility, at least from a eternal standpoint, for what they've done. They had a really confusing view of what was considered holy. Those old movies are truer to life than we thought. Today, we seriously believe that a couple strategic visits to a place of worship on Easter and Christmas will keep you in good standing all the other 363 days of the year. Absolute nonsense. So let's go back to the idea of a holy city. What makes the city holy? Is it the behavior of the people? Is it some level of sacrifice to a deity? Is it the historical aspect of the city? Is it what was intended in history that hasn't happened yet? Hasn't come to fruition yet? 
Is it something that's actively happening in the city right now that makes it holy? Is it an abundance of churches located there geographically? Is it a goal that has yet to be reached, but it was well-intended or well-intentioned? There is some legend that Charleston got the name Holy City from somebody who admired the culinary scene and it just stuck over the years. Kind of anticlimactic, if I do say so myself. It's been said that the name came from immigrants who brought multiple religions with them. The name was supposed to be an endorsement of various religions as well as the numerous churches that you can view in the city skyline. That sounds more accurate. Charleston doesn't own the title of Holy City. Just to be clear, I know it sounds good and you got it on your t-shirts and your coffee mugs and even over your restaurants and your breweries, but Charleston doesn't own the title of Holy City. It's been used before. It's still being used today. In Mecca in Saudi Arabia, is a holy city. In Jerusalem and Israel, there's a holy city. In Tibet and China, there's a holy city. In Rome and in Italy, there's also a place considered the holy city as well. They're all considered holy simply because much worship takes place there. Hmm. Interesting. What and whom is being worshipped is a different topic. Often end our episode with a statement, but I'm ending this one with a question or a few questions. Is the place that you live holy? Is it holy because of what you do or in spite of what you do? Is it holy even when you give the minimum amount of effort? Is it holy because we've invited the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to dwell there? Why is it holy? All those that have eyes to see can determine if a city is holy. If any city has designs on being holy, it won't start with an artifact, a temple, a map, or religious platitudes. It has to start with the holy people. We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.